Welcome back. This is nice to meet you. I am Grace. Have you tried out the guessing game of our previous episodes before? It will be great if you do so. You can also support us by giving five stars rating in the podcast platform. Different generation lives in different social environment. Each generation has their own common experiences and problems. In today's episode, we have invited Jiva and Elizabeth from the Millennial Gen Y and the Internet Generation Gen Z to talk about their stories. Okay, so for Elizabeth, I think she's from KL. So I think she her favorite hobby is playing games and maybe in musical instrument. And I think she accepted this activity because it will be fun and something new. And I think something that she would like to change currently would be in her life currently would be to travel more. I reply my answers first. I am from around KL and from Kajang specifically. Oh, what's the next one? Oh, my hobbies. I, you could say, but not uh, guitar. I'm not that good at guitar. I do play the piano for as my own hobby. And my other hobbies include photography and also reading. And yeah, it's also hanging out with my friends. Just to reply to her guests, like um, musical is correct. But um, I'm more of a piano, piano than the better than guitar, better at piano. I wrote traveling, which is true to uh, a certain degree, but uh, I must have other hobbies because or else um, MCO, <laughs> I can't travel, right? <laughs> so my other hobbies include things such as these and um, well, something that I would like to change. Sorry? Because of MCO, what did you say? Yeah, because of MCO, I... I can't take traveling as my only hobby. I, 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 I wrote that traveling was my hobby. Like, I would like to, but uh, <laughs> honestly, and not really that much. I can't really do it that much. Uh, something that I would like to change in my current life with, mm, not much, actually. Uh, of course, now that you say travel more, I do want to travel more. <laughs> but uh, my initial answer was nothing much because I'm quite happy with uh, the things to come, yeah, that uh, I'm things that I'm planning to do. So I'm quite content right now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> My guess for you would be that you're from. I wrote Malaysia, which is not a not a really non-answer. So <laughs> I I'm also guessing KL, and that your favorite hobby with oh, I I wrote traveling too coincidentally. So I think that your hobby might be traveling. And you accepted the invitation to attend this uh, activity because you know somebody from uh, the attention go. <laughs> so, uh, and that something that you would like to change is... Actually, I have no guess. That's right. I wrote that you're quite content with your life <laughs> and you have nothing that you want to change. So that is my guess for you. Okay. I think you're almost there. Uh, like uh, when you said I'm from KL, yes, indeed I am from KL. 
And uh, my favorite hobby is uh, reading and watching movie at the moment. And the reason why I joined, you're right. It's because I know them. So I know <laughs> producer. And also because uh, I wanted to try this. This is something very new, right? I always listen to podcasts. I've never really, really been in one. So I want to know how it goes. And if there's something I want to change is, I actually wrote this, to adapt to the, you know, new trend. There's so many new things going on. And I feel like I'm very outdated. So I just want to, you know, explore new aspects. So that's all that I want to change. Nothing much. Besides that, I'm actually very contented with what I have right now. <laughs> so Elizabeth, maybe you can tell me something about yourself, like what you're doing right now. I know you're 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oops, I am 20. <laughs> yes. I applied for uni in Singapore, so I got accepted. So I will be traveling to Singapore at the end of July for my oh, new school. Sorry? Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm quite excited. So that's also why I said I'm quite content with how things are going. Previously, I studied in a private school. So I graduated with an American high school diploma. But I in see. Malaysia, yeah. So I I'm from a private school. So I'm a teacher. Uh, currently, I'm taking up new things. I started learning swimming. So that is fun. Uh, but the only disadvantage of swimming is they promised me adult swimming class. But my swim mates are all four and five years old kids. <laughs> so I look like predator. My first class, I look like predator. You know, I was the only adult there. The rest were so small. But they could swim better than me. So that is uh, that is something very new for me. So my next class is tomorrow. So not very excited about that. So that, <laughs> that is, that's, that's the only new thing going on. I was born in 1989. So I should be... Mehash. <laughs> 33, yeah. 33 this year. That actually... Um... It's quite close to my guess because there was a section about guessing our age. I forgot about that. And then uh, I wrote 35. So I guess I'm like, I, I was two years off, but it's close enough yep, for me. <laughs> All right. I, the first one is, I guess that you got your first personal mobile phone at the age of, but then I realized my guess is way off. Just, yeah, just it's way off. <laughs> because I put I put 35 for some reason. I guess your age is 35. And at that moment I put 35. So doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm 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 trying to guess like because like my logic was that uh because mobile phones was something that only became uh, a personal item around the years that I was born, I guess. So yeah. it's probably Around there, depending on how old are you. Uh, so I'm rewriting my guess to be about 20 or so, I guess. Because um although you might have you might have uh seen mobile phones, but because in the in the earlier days, so-called earlier days, <laughs> uh uh the young people did not have access to mobile phones as uh as it's not as convenient as now that everybody can get one so easily 
like mobile phones were a big thing. Like you get a flip phone, you'll be like the talk of the school or something. So I'm guessing around uh, 20 and that uh, you will spend about six hours or more on your mobile phone, depending on work requirements also. And that uh, most of the time you use your smartphone to work or chat or maybe scroll Facebook, maybe. <laughs> And uh, you, hmm, you may be dislike social media because of its negative effects. So that is my guess. Okay. So uh, with the age, Elizabeth, you're almost there. I got it when I was 17. So last time, uh, I mean, not that last time. Lah, huh? So when we were younger, so we uh, handphone was a very big luxury for us, right? So only when you get good grades or like when during my time, only when we got good grades, like after SPM, we got good grades. Then we got the phone because we used to have landline back then. Even my father didn't have handphone when he was working. We used to call his office. Yeah, so that was 17. Uh, and the only reason we used the phone back then was just to send messages, black and white messages, you know, you know, that weird looking messages. And then now I use my smartphone a lot. It's like I'm, I cannot survive without my phone. I'm like with my phone all the time. And as you say, it's to connect with people, work related, you know, all this uh, Netflix and all that online. And then also social media. But I like social media. Currently, recently, I start enjoying social media. I what opened my oh, my Instagram account this year, so I'm very outdated actually when it comes to that. So I'm I enjoying it actually. So many new things going on. You know, you have to keep up with the trend. If I don't keep up with the trend, it's so difficult to engage with my students. You know how you all construct the words like TBH and all that. It took me forever to know what it means. You know, yeah. So I've got no choice. Okay, so for Elizabeth, I guess you got your first handphone when you were 10. Okay, guessing from my cousins and all. And you spent about more than 15 hours on your smartphone, uh, basically to log into social media and online classes. And you like social media because it's engaging. That was my guess. All right. Um. Uh, first, I want to comment about your answers. It's quite refreshing to hear, actually, because they, they would participate, but they would be apprehensive about it. They will mm. be like, mm, uh, uh, I've heard bad things about it. Yeah, they would be more careful going about social media and stuff. Like Some of them I know, they do it for work, but outside of work, they basically do not touch on social media themselves as a personal account. And so my answers, mine is, uh, I'm more of a, the as exception rather than the rule that I got my first personal mobile phone at the age of 19. Yeah. <laughs> because it was more of a, a family decision that my parents be like, um, we're not gonna give you a mobile phone that early. So uh, it was just something that me and my brother and sister just went through. It wasn't, it was kind of a big deal to kids, you know, everybody had a phone. And then you were like the one who has to like, Ma, can I borrow your phone? I want to call my friend. <laughs> and then uh, it was a hassle to, to arrange like meet up, meet 
meetups, because friends could just like text each other, hey, can we meet at the mall? Can we yeah. do this? Can we do that? And I have to I have to ask them in school, I have to decide in school, and I have to have all the details before I can go home and I can tell my mom, Ma, can I go? <laughs> so it was a bit of a hassle, but uh, for me, it also opened up a lot of opportunities to try other things just simply because I was not on my phone. <laughs> so it was a good thing for me. Meaning if you didn't have your phone until you were 19, but you have your desktop with you or something? No, you I have... had a I had a like family desktop, like we can use, like we could use for homework, we can use for maybe a bit of multiplayer games with my brother. But uh I I did not really have I had a, like maybe a Facebook account. Okay. Like I would use the desktop to scroll my Facebook maybe. This was back when I was like 14, 15. But mm-hmm. uh I did not have an actual personal mobile phone. So I'm more of the exception, that yeah. <laughs> I spent about six hours plus minus on my phone. But given that six hours is currently I'm not studying, I'm not working. I'm pretty sure if I'm studying and working, it's, it's gonna my screen time is gonna go up. <laughs> I use my smartphone to chat, scroll Instagram, and also I have this uh site hobby. I couldn't I don't know if I could call it a hobby to read out on stuff that interests me like maybe they also call it like falling into the rabbit hole like in Alice in Wonderland like suddenly something catches your interest and then you start reading and reading and reading about yeah I have this uh I have this tendency to do that maybe it's because when I was younger and I did not have a phone so I really like to read and I was the kind of kid that read like my encyclopedias and stuff so I like like going through information and the phone gives me a lot of information there, like at the tip of my finger, fingertips. So I could like, look up stuff I want. And as Grace mentioned, I deleted my Insta previously <laughs> for a while because I was trying to graduate. <laughs> my school, our it, it was not a teaching setting. It's more like uh, we have our own stuff that we have to do. And your speed depends on you. In order to like speed up my graduation, like my friends are graduating, I want to graduate and a bit of competition there. So I deleted my Instagram app. I did not delete my account. I deleted the app itself so that I have every day you wake up and then your fingers just go and press the same position mm-hmm. like the, the app, this app, that app. And then it's like you're unable to do that and it actually helped a lot. But now that I graduated, <laughs> Instagram is back on my phone <laughs> you said you only got your phone when you were 19 right and your mm-hmm. friends had phone because i remember when when i was teaching we used to send a lot of info online like use whatsapp them and all that so how the how do your friends reach you do you have that kind of problem when you were yeah it's because our our school work the thing i think is my school is very different it's like for government schools or other schools they will teach you will give the same homework to everybody so there will be a more more communication and like talking about homework. For us, we have the same curriculum, but your speed depends on yourself. That means you might you and your friends might be different parts. Like if you say, okay, this quarter everybody is gonna go from chapter one to chapter five. But maybe because it depends on you, you might be on chapter two and your friend might be on chapter six. Of course, you guys can talk about like what is coming next. And because it's the same chapters, but you're not on the same page at the same time. Oh, this is so cool. But you all will be at school 
in yeah, class. Yeah, we'll be at school doing our own work and our, our like places. We call it offices because it's literally a cubicle. <laughs> so it's like a smaller version of a cubicle. So we just do our own stuff. Uh, yeah. What does the teacher do? Just be like a moderator? Uh, I have in our books, right? We, it's, it's thinner than the textbook. Instead of textbook, they have like thinner books. And then each book has like small tests that you have to pass before you can continue. So it's, the tests are quite frequent, but they are easier, like manageable. Uh, more manageable for us because it's frequent and the info is still fresh on our mind. So the teacher is there to facilitate those small tests that we have to pass. So and any any questions we have are actually if we don't understand. Wow, this is so cool. Oh, I'm actually learning something new today. <laughs> oh yeah, about social media, I kind of feel neutral about it because I do scroll it, but I'm I don't really post anything. I have like zero posts. I used to post when I was younger, but now I just don't feel like posting anything. I hit everything, so my profile is kind of empty. So maybe if something tasty, like I go out for a meal, then maybe I would take a picture and post a story. But that's about it. Uh, mostly my Instagram is for chatting with friends also and scrolling. Looking at others, not myself. I think it's more fun this way. I'm learning a lot from Elizabeth. It's like something very new, something that you don't see every day, you see? Something that you don't really expect. How did you start like teaching? Was it something that you wanted to do? Or was it like something that you found yourself doing? Ah, interesting question. Okay, uh, so let's see. So when like when it comes to, I think it's related to the next question actually. Because after my SPM, I did my STPM, right? So after my STPM, um, actually it's not really the best approach to things. But the way I did was back then due to family's financial situation, I applied for the course that I know I will get for sure. You know, it's like more like a strategic kind of play. So I wanted to go to local U and I know if I were to apply this particular course, I will definitely get it due to my result. And I wanted that particular university. So the university was my aim. So I joined this uh, teaching course, uh, but I wasn't really interested in teaching. I had a very negative impression on teaching because of the teachers which I saw when I was, you know, schooling time and all. But once I started the course, once I started going for practicals, the whole scenario was different. It was so much fun. You get to see so many different students and you actually get to see different batch every year. It's not the same. Every single year is different. So you have all these different challenges. And, you know, so I started loving the, you know, the particular job now. So now I'm enjoying teaching. It's fun. So the starting part, it wasn't really my first choice, but so now I'm okay with it. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting because I can see how like it was very, some people would say lucky, but I think it also uh, reflects like how some people, some young people are very concerned about, oh, what am I going to do in the future? <laughs> and. It, there's the of course there's the economic concern and there's the interest where well, am I interested in this can I really is this sustainable for me and many many um some young people think they have to plan out their whole lives as <laughs> like oh, okay I have to do this I have to do this like I realized like my generation it was very how to say uh, 
we already have a pre we do not know like for my case for example i do not know all these causes exist you know back then when i was doing stp even after i finished stp i wasn't aware of anything you know it's very limited option for me lah i'm not sure about the rest but so i think this new generation they're very open to a lot of things you all are very aware there are so many things out there so many different causes that you do i've never even heard of before you know and you know like and people are making and the young generation they're making money out of things that you never knew you could like <laughs> dancing in tiktok and you can make so much money i didn't know all that was possible you see so it's actually quite interesting to see where all this is leading these days so the education you receive is suitable because uh, it's based on the interest of younger generation and it's very student oriented and when it comes to the job i think the thing that you value the most is appreciation when it comes to the uh, what do you call the performance as well as the financial growth aspect of the job so that's my guess <laughs> yeah that is scarily accurate <laughs> 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 that is scary it's like almost to the letter accurate like um like i i just i just say what i've wrote inside like i think that the education i receive is suitable for my generation because it builds an inquisitive mind and a sustainable work ethic <laughs> when it comes to a job the thing that i value the most is compensation plus career opportunities <laughs> also important by do not write in which is a work life balance and whether i actually do like the job or not <laughs> besides compensation i also want to find something that is like at least mildly interesting like i accept the fact that the mundane things become may become mundane because your job it's your job then then it will become mundane but at least let it be mildly interesting lah <laughs> so yeah it's scarily accurate <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, I shall proceed with my guess. I guess that the education that you have received is suitable for your generation because you were prepared for facing and holding on to opportunities as they come. Because besides the education itself, I think like the environment, which for your generation, from what I heard, you guys really have to step up in order because there was a lack of information compared to now. There's much more information now, so you guys really had to step up and go for stuff to be brave enough to ask and to ask around to learn more about things to be able to get yourself opportunities. Even like opportunities will not present to yourself as much as they would have in this current generation. You guys really had to go for it to find opportunities. So I think that that was the case for you, and that. When it comes to a job, I wrote the thing that you valued the most is compensation. Ahaha. <laughs> But I think from what I see, like I can see that you also value the satisfaction that teaching brings to you because in the first place you already think that the compensation is not enough, but you grew to appreciate your job simply because of the experiences that comes with teaching and i think that's very admirable <laughs> and amazing <laughs> yeah so that's my guess <laughs> all right thank you elizabeth the thing is 
Yeah, that the second part was right, but the first half of it, the ones I answered was based on my degree aspect of it. So that's why it was different. But whatever you said was 100% right. Like it was exactly like what I thought. Just now remember the options wasn't much. So we had to like really uh, step up and ask around. If we do not know many people, then you will not know much. So if you'll just be in that normal part. So the one I wrote was related to my degree. So I said, you know, like I get to meet new batches of students and all that. So that's why I feel the course that I took was very suitable because I get to improve myself because I'm moving along with the generation, you see. You know, I'm not left out. So I'm just following the trend. And uh, the another thing I realized was back then during my time, it was very teacher-oriented learning, you know. We used to get hit by, you know, the duster, the thing that you use to clean the board. They used to hit us with that when we don't concentrate. But these days, it's very different. It's very student-oriented. Students are very open to things and they're very opinionated. You know, they've got a lot of things to say. So that could be the reason why when it comes to workforce, you all actually know what you want. You know, we actually... For a very long time, it was like nine to five. Okay, you do your job, you get your pay and you come back. You don't really question much. Even though when we are not happy, it might be not our interest. Like we, you know, waking up in the morning is difficult itself to go to work, but we'll still go because it's like a trend, like a discipline we were taught. We are a bit, when it comes to that, we are very fearful. We are always like, you know, we must have backup before, you know, we proceed further. So, yeah. That is the thing. I, I do appreciate the fact that you guys are still the the essence of working hard. Mm. Even though you might say that yeah, you guys might have like had to to have it harder before you can get to the place that you want. But the work ethic of work of being hardworking is something that we still need, even though we might have better opportunities if we don't work hard at it. <laughs> doesn't make a really big difference I do appreciate like I know that for the fact that like, even though I know what I want and I know that like many of my same generation friends like we would do something about it if we see it and we think something should be done but at the same time we, we still have to keep in mind that you still have to work hard for many years be- before you can get into that position where you're like earning a big a, a good pay and having good compensation package having good work-life balance like last time they had a joke like uh, work-life balance compensation and career opportunities pick two like you you really have to sacrifice a lot before you can get to that stage where like everything is so nice so uh really do appreciate that uh. good answer as well. yes it's very true it's very true in your opinion i think the most uh, one of the important issues that you might care about is how it becomes harder for young people to buy any property or car or anything big big stuff in general in this economy. <laughs> Why I wrote this answer that the other night was because I read about how the newer generation is actually poorer than their parents because of the of course the inflation in the housing prices. And also, the young generations, for example, might earn like 25 bucks an hour. And then their mom may be like, hey, you have it good now because I used to earn about 8 bucks per hour. But then if you adjust for inflation, right, it's like slightly above what their kids earn in Mm -hmm. today's day. 
So it's something that I, I happened to read before I answer this. So I my, my answer was that. And that last but not least, you feel that something you can learn from my generation is... I wrote, I seriously don't know I want to hear their answer. <laughs> because I know that for your generation, my generation, we're not actually that far. Honestly, a lot of uh, people your age, could we can still relate more compared to maybe people of my parents' age or people who were simply, they came into technology not when they were young, especially mm. this, that they had to learn it as part of uh, maybe their job requires or they have, they know about what's turn, they're like, okay, I want to connect with my children. But for you, I think it's more also like me that we learn about technology when we were still young people. And then as young people, we do more with the technology on hand. So I'm not too sure what you can learn from my generation. <laughs> that is my answer. So I got a bit mixed up. The way I wrote was, my answer is so weird here. I actually left the top part going. Like what you mentioned just now, and similar to, like you said, the age gap, actually the age gap is not that much, you know, between generation Y and Z. It's almost the same. It's just that if our generation takes the effort, you know, like, you know, we, we can still catch up. Unlike generation X, if they don't make the effort, they cannot, you know, keep up with it, you know? Except for like if it, if the job requires them to use technology, then they can, right? So I'm not sure whether my answer is going to make sense or not. Um, so now I'm supposed to tell you what I actually wrote, right? For my answer, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, it is true what you talked about, uh, how your generation is poorer. It's not just yours, even mine. We got not enough money. When you pay off the housing loan, you've got no more money in hand. It's so expensive. Now that they've taken all the subsidized part, it's very stressful to see news these days. So I stopped reading news for time being. Everything is so expensive. So that part is true. But what I was very concerned about is, maybe because when I wrote this, I went into teacher mode or something. So it was more on stress and mental health. Especially, I'm not sure whether you all are aware of this. Uh, like this year, especially after the two years of lockdown, right? Students cannot cope being at school. They cannot cope being with other students. They cannot cope with the syllabus. Uh, so a lot of them are under a lot of stress, a lot of mental breakdown, a lot of cases. Uh, we have to change our style as well. We cannot be harsh on them anymore. You cannot scold them. Like you, you get so triggered, but you cannot really say anything because they are so fragile. Because they are not used to people. Like, like, like if you, you do a bit, they just break. You know, it's very, I feel the mental... Health is a very serious issue these days, especially for those who stayed at home for too long without anyone to talk to. So that was my concern. And um, so I was talking about how we should do practice all this self-care and all that and seek help. Don't be alone. You know, so many cases in school until I got very worried. And then what I thought you can learn from my generation was I'm not even sure whether this is the right answer. So I wrote, um, not giving up before, you know how sometimes we'll be in a race before we you know, reach the finish line, we tend to give up. 
I realized a lot uh, when it comes to younger generation, when the pressure is slightly higher, they tend to opt for other methods. You see, they don't like try to finish it. So, so that's what I thought perseverance in attempting a task you can learn from our generation. Not sure whether it's the right answer, but that's what I thought. Yeah, I do agree with the mental health part. It's quite amazing to find that like as an outsider, one would expect the Gen Z person to say something about mental health and the Gen Y person to say something about the economy. <laughs> but we happen to switch faces. <laughs> so yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> it is, it is true, true. Actually, I didn't expect the answer from you just now. First, I'd like to say thank you for actually inviting me for today's, you know, this conversation. It's been fun. I I didn't know, I, I learned so many things today. You know, it was fun. It was very eye-opening kind of conversation. It wasn't very intense. It was, you know, very relaxed and all that. And uh, my word, I mean, what I want to say to Elizabeth is, as, as of course, uh, good luck. Okay, have a lot of fun. Okay, uh, you can, you please keep in touch. Uh, I hope to you know, hear more from you. It's very fun, the course that you're going to do. I've never heard about it before. So it'll be fun to hear more. That is all. Thank you. You you actually have a perception of how the other speaker is gonna you know talk about or what you you have something to expect. But when you start having the conversation, you know the answers are different. You actually learn more about the other side, you know about the other person. So I think I don't mind inviting my friends or. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure whether or what if they're free or what, but I don't think so. They mind. I can do that in class. Actually, it's quite fun. The first time I've heard about this initiative was like one day in church, and Grace just walked out like, "Hey, I'm thinking of like you know starting a podcast," and I was like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> that time, like, uh, you guys you haven't a name, you haven't like, uh, you guys don't know what you're gonna talk about. Like, I know like maybe she's gonna do maybe student related matters first, and then maybe move into other areas that's what I heard like at, at first so I'm like interesting and then I, I I didn't uh I lost track of like what what she was doing and then the the next time I heard about it you guys has, has already like set up the name set up the everything and it's like super established I'm like whoa you guys work quite fast <laughs> so um I'm quite glad to hear about this because uh Many people think that, oh, starting a podcast is so much work. I've put so many things into doing like projects. But personally, <laughs> personality, personally for myself, how I learn is by doing projects. You can see my hobbies is, as I said, reading up and stuff and just trying out new stuff. Uh. That's why I have a somewhat lack of hobbies because <laughs> my hobby is literally doing new stuff. But I think it's a... Uh, it's a very admirable effort and uh, I think you guys are going to get something really good out of it. And whether I would invite my friends to join, well, up to you guys. So it's quite interesting Like, if you want like more perspectives, maybe I can invite my friends if you're interested. <laughs> also, thank you for today because it's going to be a very good story. Thanks to Jiva and Elizabeth. Discuss with other netizens by leaving your thoughts in the comment section. For YouTube listeners, click the thumbs up button if you like this episode. We will continue to produce more programs with similar topics. If you think that we are doing something great, 
be sure to subscribe our podcast, follow Tech Initiative on various social media, and share it to your friends. Remember, no one can represent a whole group of people from their side. Everyone is unique, so you are encouraged to start your own conversation too with our provided outline sheets. You are welcome to take a peek at our official information page for further information. Links are in the show notes section below. We are looking forward to engage more with you. Thank you for your time. Hope you gain something here and see you in the next episode.